0: Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag Real Talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You're listening to episode 72 of the Gymnast Nutritionist podcast. Hello, and welcome back to our Fuel Gymnast Fall podcast series, all about how you can help your gymnast go from under fueled to fueled and have their best competition season yet. And don't forget the whole month of November, we are also hosting our Fuel Gymnast Fall Giveaway for three loyal and lucky listeners of the podcast. All you have to do is leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and just fill out a short little form on our website linked in the show notes where you can upload a screenshot of your um, podcast review and you will be entered into the drawing. So in terms of nutrition, we have to look ahead, right? A lot of gymnasts start the competition season strong. And if we're being honest, a lot of gymnasts start the season injured, but preparing for competition season begins the day after the last season ended, right? It's at that point. So end of May for a lot of gymnasts that your gymnast realistically only has a few months, like maybe six months to make some major changes with nutrition to get healthy and have the time and patience to see these changes through. And it's at this time that we put nutrition strategies in place to prevent your gymnast from including the next competition season. But I can say that after working with thousands of gymnasts at this point in my career, here's what happens. Competition season ends in May upgrade work starts in May Summer training ramps up with often longer hours, more conditioning, harder skills, and in a sport like gymnastics, there is zero time to try and repair and recover. And so then come August, September, when school is back in session, we are ramping up preparing for preseason. Come October, November, we're starting to put together full routines and see what kind of progress was made over the summer. And all throughout this process, gymnasts are often busy with summer camps, clinics, college camps, travel, et cetera. And so it's really easy to miss what's happening with their nutrition and their overall wellness. And this is where most gymnasts and parents trip up. They never take a moment to breathe, to step back and to evaluate what was working and what wasn't with their nutrition. And if you don't do that, then you don't know what needs to be changed. And once you determine what your gymnast needs nutrition wise, obviously having the knowledge is one piece of the equation, but the application, the consistent implementation is really the more crucial piece because you can have the most perfect nutrition plan, but if it's one that your gymnast can't stick to, it's just not going to mean a whole lot. So I want to take today's episode to talk about how you can keep your gymnast healthy, not just this competition season, but for many seasons after and prevent the mid-season implosion that happens to so many gymnasts and it either ends their season or or it severely jeopardizes it which only makes the process that much more stressful and uncertain. So there's three main things that we can do to help your gymnast have a happy healthy competition season. Number one, we have to make sure that they're closing the recovery gap. The second thing is we need to pay attention to the influence on adequate fueling and sleep on immune health because unfortunately gymnastics competition season is during the winter, which is also kind of cold flu season. And then we want to be evaluating and monitoring this whole time so that we can be proactive and make some small course corrections as needed versus reactive. And I think especially when it comes to nutrition, you know, what your gymnast needed six, nine, 12 months ago in terms of nutrition is not the same as what she needs now or what she'll need in three or six months from now, because her nutrition needs or his nutrition needs are a moving target, right? We are talking predominantly to child and adolescent gymnast. And they are growing, they are developing, they are advancing the levels. And so you can't just check the box with nutrition and call it good. It has to be something that we continually are trying to step back and evaluate and figure out what's working, what's not, and ask for support before we're in big trouble. So when I say close the recovery gap, I'm really talking about your gymnast eating enough, getting enough calories per day to do several things. Number one, we have to get enough to support growth and development. If we are not growing and developing normally, according to their genetic blueprint, that means the body is not getting enough nutrition to repair and recover. And if we're not getting enough nutrition to repair and recover, we're not getting enough to adapt to our training or get better, stronger, and faster. And the body has kind of a priority system of what it likes to do in terms of growth development and repair recovery. The first thing is that the body has to have enough calories available to it just to support organ function, organ growth, the mitochondria, brain function, neurotransmitter production, thyroid function, right? There's a lot of just internal things that have to happen. And if we don't have enough nutrition, those will take a big hit. And that's what I say when gymnasts' bodies are in low power mode, from not eating enough. They're slow, they're sluggish, they're cold, they're sick all the time. They have worsened mental health or mental blocks. They're hangry, they're moody. Um, their body's just not doing well. And it's literally trying to, you know, turn everything down as low as possible just to keep alive. So we have to get enough nutrition for things to work internally. We then have to get enough nutrition for enough body fat to be laid down in order for healthy hormonal function. And especially for females, having adequate body fat is a really big driver of whether or not hormones are happy. And that's not just female kind of menstrual cycle, estrogen, progesterone, but also related to thyroid function. And then after that, the body will determine that it is safe to lay down muscle tissue. And then we can look at bone health. And so anytime I'm working with gymnasts who have fallen off their growth curve, they've not been growing, they've not been developing. They are always injured. They're injured, they're majorly injured, they've been out for months, if not years. And the first priority is we have to get their growth caught up. But unfortunately, like the muscle gain, the bone health, the ligaments and tendons, all of that will lag behind the catch up growth. And so, unfortunately, it can be um, a a lengthy process. And this is why I'm always talking about taking a proactive approach to nutrition because it's never an overnight fix. And if your gymnast hasn't been growing and developing for years and years, it's gonna take some time to get them caught up from kind of a health and physical perspective. And then they can get caught up from a strength, power, endurance, like actual gymnastics perspective. So we have to make sure that your gymnast is eating enough, not just throughout the day, but they also have to be eating enough in and around training. And I think a lot of gymnasts, especially during competition season, which is also the school year, They maybe are eating enough throughout the day, which to be honest, most aren't. But the other problem is that most are getting the majority of their nutrition after training because no one wants to eat breakfast in the morning because it's too early and they're not hungry. We then may or may not take a snack to school. And even if we do, it's often not enough. Then school lunch, as you all know, could be a total crapshoot for a variety of reasons. And so then when they show up for a four to five hour training in the afternoon or evening, they are massively underfueled. like they've maybe had 25 or 30% of their total energy needs. And so of course, they're starving and hangry in the middle of the workout, they're hangry post workout, you may feel that they're eating you out of house and home after the workout. But while there's not a problem with eating late at night, the real problem is the fact that They've just spent the whole day massively underfueled and also massively underfueled in the workout. so it's no wonder that they're tired, they're sore, they're struggling or they're just not performing as well as they could be and I'll say that one right there is a hard sell. you know we work with a lot of young talented high level gymnasts that you know on the outside it looks like everything is going well, right They're winning everything, they're advancing the levels, they're skipping the levels but they are underfueled and when we correct the under fueling, everything improves 10 times over. And that's where often gymnasts and parents are shocked because they thought everything was fine. But again, when your kid's training 20, 25, 30 hours a week, especially for our elite track gymnasts, you're just not going to be intuitively hungry for that much food. And it just becomes really logistically difficult. And that's where, you know, we always recommend one-on-one support because these gymnasts often just have really tight schedules. They're traveling, you know, long distances, they've got two-day workouts. And so it just takes some thoughtful planning. So closing the recovery gap, that is the very first step. And it's not something you do one time, but it's literally something day in, day out that you need to think about. And oftentimes your gymnast actually might need some catch-up growth in order to then kind of be able to coast along from that perspective. The second thing that you need to be focusing on in order to prevent your gymnast from imploding this competition season is immune health and sleep. And right now after this recording, we just had Halloween And I have seen so many Instagram posts talking about how, you know, the real reason that your kids are sick and germy right now is because of all the sugar and the sugar lowering their their immune system. And I'm like, nope, zero research to support this. I would say, especially for athletes, probably the biggest thing that suppresses their immune system is underfueling, because underfueling is inflammatory, not enough sleep, because insufficient sleep, also increases inflammation, insufficient sleep in the sense that it's not providing the body the adequate time to repair and recover, which is also going to suppress the immune system. So there's a lot of reasons why your gymnast might be frequently ill over the winter and I promise you, it's probably not the sugar. Even if your kid does eat a lot of sugar, they're probably still fundamentally underfueled. And they probably want all the sugar because they're underfueled. And because the brain knows that sugar is a quick source of energy, and no, your gymnast is not addicted to it, that's just her body's way of trying to get any source of nutrition it can to keep itself alive. So if you want to read more about the connection between sleep and immune system, um, I've linked to a really good paper, that was from the Journal of Neuroscience and Behavior Physiology, where they literally showed in research studies that inadequate sleep increases the pro-inflammatory cytokine levels in the body, which again, it just shows how out of out of alignment our priorities are, right? I think oftentimes gymnasts are just told to eat clean, to eat healthy, to eat anti-inflammatory. And yet when they're not eating enough and they're not getting enough sleep, those two things combined are way more inflammatory than any one particular could food could be. And so like we're over here completely distracted by what we're hearing in the news and on TikTok and Instagram and we're so overly focused on the sugar and processed foods and seed oils and all this stuff that we're actually missing like one of the biggest contributors to inflammation, which is insufficient sleep, inadequate nutrition, and overall just inadequate recovery. Parents will ask me, you know, how much sleep should my gymnast be getting? And obviously it depends on on age, but younger gymnasts, you know, definitely 9 to 10 hours a night older gymnasts, I would still probably stick by the close to nine hours a night, you know, even if, you know, technically, your teen gymnast only needs eight hours per, you know, the American Sleep Foundation or whatever. We know from the research studies that athletes often need more sleep, which makes sense, because sleep is when the body does all its magic in terms of repair and recovery. And athletes just have that much more, right, that they're trying to combat that the body's trying to deal with. And so Um, that's a whole another discussion in and of itself, but ultimately it's helping your gymnast connect with her goals and help her to see that her choices may not be aligning with her behaviors, right? If your gymnast is consistently getting six hours of sleep a night and she's always tired, she's always moody. She feels like garbage in the gym. We need to make some changes. And you know, I'll have gymnasts and parents that tell me, well, it's impossible. There's no way that she can come home from gym and get all her homework done and blah, blah, blah. And sometimes that's true, but I was in high school once upon a time. And I know that more than likely your gymnast probably does have pockets of time throughout the day that she could be doing schoolwork. Therefore, you know, she would be able to go to bed earlier. But oftentimes we're busy chatting, we're hanging out or goofing off. And so, yeah, by the time we get out of gym, we may have a couple hours of homework because we literally didn't put a dent in it. I think the other thing that gymnasts and parents don't realize when it comes to sleep is oftentimes because we're underfueled throughout the day, the gymnast is actually having a really hard time like paying attention and being efficient with her work because she's so tired and her brain is not firing on all cylinders. And so because of that that could absolutely pose a problem because now it's taking you three times as long to get through your homework and therefore you're not getting in bed early enough. But if you would actually get more sleep and be more rested and eat enough, then those two things would make you so much more efficient at your schoolwork with the time that you do have so that hopefully you could actually get in bed at a reasonable time. So definitely a a tough subject, but again, I think always trying to help the gymnast see, you know, how their choices are aligning or not aligning with their goals and reminding them like, we're not eating more just to eat more. We're fueling our body so that you feel better in the gym. You feel more confident. You feel stronger. It hurts less. We are, you know, sacrificing sitting on TikTok for an extra hour or two at night to get in bed earlier, because that's going to make everything go better. It's going to make school feel easier. It's going to make gym go better. It's going to help get you closer to your goals of whatever that is, making it to level 10, making it to nationals, getting a college scholarship, making it to elite. And so I think instead of just lecturing your gymnast and saying, you you know, you're not getting enough sleep, you need to get off your phone, you got to get in bed, you need to eat more, helping them to understand the why and understand that the cost of, you know, going to bed earlier of not being on social media as long, that cost is not as great as them falling short of their goals because of the choices that they're making at the time. The third thing that you can do as a parent to help your gymnast not implode this competition season is to be proactive when it comes to nutrition and fueling and just how your gymnast is doing overall. Um, I just saw a client, so this is pretty fresh on my brain, who is doing amazingly. I mean, this gymnast has had to gain probably 10, 15 plus pounds in this past year Because as a level nine elite track gymnast, she had fallen off her growth curve. Like, yes, she was gaining weight and gaining height each year, but it was a fraction of what she should have been. And it was showing in her gymnastics, especially as she was trying to do these level nine and 10 skills. She ended up with stress reactions. She ended up with a sore back. She was just struggling with mood and endurance and just everything feeling difficult and tired and heavy. And she has done an absolute 360. It's been amazing. And one of my parting words with this family was, you know, anytime you start to struggle in the gym at this point, it's probably fueling, right? You've got the gyms going great. You've got PT, you've got the strength and conditioning, like you've got the mental piece, like everything is going well. And so the only thing that's probably going to change right now is just how we're continuing to kind of ramp up skills and full routines and get into season. And so with that, you know, we can anticipate that we would need some more nutrition on board to support, you know, more expenditure in the gym. So if all of a sudden your gymnast is more tired, she's struggling, she feels sluggish, especially midweek, like all of those are signs that we're actually probably falling behind. And, you know, I told this family in particular, you're doing so well right now that I don't think it'll be an issue of you're slacking off on nutrition or forgetting things. I think if we notice negative changes happening with her mood, with her endurance, with her power, her strength. It's just that she simply needs more nutrition, which could be just related to growth and development could also be related to just the the change in the year and the change in the training and kind of ramping up into season, all the traveling, the stress. Um, but all that to say, you know, being proactive and I'm not telling you to obsess, but you know, checking with your gymnast, checking with their coaches, you know, before something blows up into a big issue, reaching out for support, And I always tell my clients, you know, if I don't hear from you, I'm going to assume that everything is great and you're doing amazingly. If anything starts to feel off or we're tired or we're struggling, like please reach out because it probably is a really simple fix and something that we can troubleshoot on versus waiting until it blows up into a massive, you know, season ending injury or setback that can be so, so hard and frustrating. So with that, I hope that these things have been helpful for you. I know that it is such a busy time of the year. And I think so many gymnasts and parents are just trying to make it, right? Like we're just trying to get our skills. We're just trying to put routines together. We're hoping that we get to compete at the level that we want to, but we want to be better than that, right? We want to be taking a proactive approach to nutrition and fueling, making sure that your gymnast is closing the recovery gap each day and making sure that you have that nutrition foundation in place because everything in the gym and out of the gym hinges on whether or not your kid is getting enough to support growth, development, repair, recovery, and adaptation to training. So with that, I hope this is helpful. I hope you're loving the Fuel Gymnast Fall podcast series. We will have a couple more episodes for you. So definitely stay tuned. And if you have loved listening to the Gymnast Nutritionist podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you'll screenshot your review and go to our website, ChristinaAndersonRDN.com backslash giveaway, you can submit your rating and review and be entered to win three amazing prizes as part of our Fuel Gymnast Fall podcast giveaway. So with that, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the gymnast nutritionist podcast sponsored by the balanced gymnast method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button. So you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at ChristinaAndersonRDN.com. Share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, ChristinaAndersonRDN.com work with us. Bye for now.